Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the cockpit. Today, I'm here with my friend Colson Rimmer and myself. Luke and Nick Harper are unfortunately missing today. They're not going to be joining us today. Uh, that is very unfortunate, but they will be joining us later. Uh, so stay tuned for that because you will be able to hear those those beautiful voices in just a few moments after uh, after this segment. But uh, Griff, how you doing today? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing good. Um, I I I went to the gym very early this morning. Um, that was cool. Rise and grind. Rise and grind. Do you are you rising and grinding today? No, I just woke up at seven twenty and then I went to school. I don't got that mindset yet. Uh, why not? I don't know. I've been feeling kind of lazy. I've been doing all my homework and then it's like by that point it's like twelve or one a.m. and I'm just like, if I wake up earlier to work out, I'm gonna be so tired when I go to school. So you. You get home from cross country at like six, and then you yeah. do homework from six to, with like an hour break, you do like homework from six to twelve, basically. Pretty much. Well, I'm also working on my college apps at that time too. So, how many how many apps do you have? How long does that take? I mean, I have a lot of apps, but I'm usually working on them for like an hour a day, just pacing myself so I don't have to do them all at one time. So, like, I don't. I mean. How is that even possible that you have that much work? Like, like right. do you procrastinate? All right, so yesterday I had to do my AP stats homework, which was three things. I had to do two worksheets, and then I had to do this math Excel thing, which took me about an hour and a half because it's 25 questions, but each question has, like, multiple parts. Like what class, one what of class them, is this? AP statistics. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and I was like, wow, 15 parts from this question because that's, like, with that one question, it's, like, 40 questions now, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I've been doing that for a while. And I and I finished that, and I got, like, to do the more AP stat stuff, and then I got my AP environmental science quiz I was studying for. Okay, I see. So you, you took like, a lot of AP classes this year, which is why you're here. Few, yeah. close. Do you, do you are, to, compared with other students with, like, in these classes taking the same or similar workloads to you, same classes, are they, are they in the same boat? Are they up till 1 a.m.? I mean, I would say so. I can't speak for everybody, but well, I can't sure, talk to anyone. You could name. I'm sure we here. could. I'm sure. I know that Nick Harper's in AP Comparative Government, but the teachers have been pretty lenient with the homework so far. So I doubt it that he's having as much as I am with AP Stats, unless he has another really hard class that he's taking. But yeah, um, I know some people in my classes, but they're pretty fast workers. I take my time as I like to perfect it what I do, so I don't like get points off, but. Yeah. So, do you have any friends outside of school that you I can think see? I, I have any friends yeah. um, that are in my like. Yeah, like well, classes. it seems like you're very busy. So, do you have do you do have, have any friends? Have any friends? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you have time to see people with this I much mean, work? I I would consider you my friend, Colson. I know, but outside of school. Outside of school, what do you mean by that? Like, what do you like besides cross country? Do you ever like go out? What do you like? Yeah. You go to what, McDonald's. Yeah, I mean, I go to McDonald's, order my five Big Macs with a side of fries. No, I, I know, I know you like to do that too. Like that's the cross country meal. Yeah, that's what the Especially. coaches tell us to eat. They're like, you gotta carve up, and I'm, and we're like, we'll do that for you. And then we go to McDonald's, you know, get that fifty dollar meal on. You know what I mean? The fifty dollar feast. Fifty dollar feast from McDonald's, and also get the Jay Baldwin's meal in there too. A few of those. Um, we always like to eat those. So you used to work at McDonald's, yeah, right? Yeah, I did. You have a history of employment there. Do they recognize you when you pull up? I mean, I know sometimes when I go, like, 
I'll see someone that used to I used to work with, and they like recognize my face, but they'll be like too scared to say anything, and I'll be too scared to say anything too. And so we'll just like nod at each other, and we're like, yeah. Are these people? Are these people your age? No, nah, actually, there's like one of them who's like in their twenties, and then most of them are in like their thirties and forties. Okay, okay. They're what, pretty old. So when you were there, let's take. So the last time you walked in McDonald's, you saw somebody recognized. I did. Okay. Was it a man or a woman? It was a woman. And how old is this woman? I would say 20s. Okay. Is she like like le- early or late 20s? Probably mid 20s. Mid 20s. Okay. Do know you know Do you know what like why she chose to work at McDonald's? I do not. I do know the McDonald's is a very good place to work for a first job. It's also a very tiring job, though. I feel like working at McDonald's, you know, it shows you a lot about the fast food industry, you know, how to serve people, how to be respectful of the person, too. you got to endure a lot, but it's worth it. And I feel like, I mean, they were working there before I even joined, so, yeah, I feel like they kind of got that experience and they want to stay there. I mean, I didn't want to stay there, but, yeah. So what drove you away from continuing your work at McDonald's? It was mostly school. I was starting my junior year, and I was like, I don't know if I can keep this up because I was working full-time at uh, when summer ended, so I was working eight hours a day for 40 hours a week. But I sometimes work like nine-hour shifts or seven-hour shifts. It depended. But, yeah, and I was like, I can't keep this up, so I just put my two-week notice in, and then I quit before jun- like a few days before junior year started. So, yeah. Did you get free food when you worked there? Yeah, I had the choice, but I usually just bring my own lunch because if you eat McDonald's every day, it's like, I mean, I heard at least it hurts your arteries and all of that. I didn't want to, like, put extra stress on my body. So. Were there people, were there employees there that did eat McDonald's for lunch? I mean, day? yeah, for sure. Hmm. I mean, it's a free meal. Yeah, like. exactly. So, like, what what would what were you allowed to eat? Could you have anything? Yeah, I mean, if you bring your own lunch, you could bring eat anything. But as far as McDonald's went, like, you just asked the cook for what you wanted, and they would make it for you pretty much. That's cool. Is there only one cook usually? Uh, no, there's a lot. There's actually probably more cooks than there are service people. Um, like especially like late night, there's usually like five people on shift on deck, and three of them are cooks and two of them are service people. Hmm. Yeah. Is uh so when you did did you ever get any insight on what what happens in the kitchen at McDonald's? I mean. Yeah, but, like, it's mostly what you'd expect, like, a lot of frozen foods, and they're mm-hmm. pretty much reheating it and then packaging it up and all of that. I mean, it's nothing really scary or exciting yeah. about it. Well, are the burgers, because I've wondered this before, are the burgers pre-cooked, or are they just frozen patties? Um, I'd say they're just frozen patties, I'm pretty sure. And they're just Unless reheating they got, them? Yeah, Okay. pretty much. Yeah, that's smart, because then you don't risk, like, undercooking it and having yeah. a dissatisfied customer. You got those factory-cooked burgers... Those do the trick. So, so uh, would you occasionally get lunch at McDonald's? Um, yeah, I would actually. <laughs> Sorry, there's been a disturbance <laughs> in the studio. But so occasionally you would. And um, yeah, what would you get occasionally? What was your order? Occasionally, I would always get the nuggets. Okay, the nuggets. Six actually, piece? now that I'm thinking about it. The burgers, I don't even remember if they were pre-cooked or they were they cooked them there, actually. I know that they had the patties, though. Like, the patties were packaged. They didn't, like, form it themselves. But I forget if they pre-cooked it or they just... Yeah. 
Did you ever see any employees taking more than their fair share of the food? I mean, there was no such thing. McDonald's food is very cheap to make, so... like, There's no such thing as a fair share? I mean, like, we weren't really going out of stock. I yeah, mean, yeah, like, but so was there anyone that was, like, you know, taking some food? No, what, what do you mean by that? Like, like taking some food. Like, like, that, that, like, I've heard that's, like, a thing in fast food kitchens. Like, the employees will just, like, take, like, a box of patties. Oh, I've never seen that. But, yeah, I mean, everyone there, like, knew each other, though. They were, like, all pretty close, so... Yeah. They just asked them if they wanted something. It wasn't really a big deal. And I'm sure, like, if they did, then they asked, and they probably got approval, so, yeah. Seems very interesting. That There's probably been a movie made about that, but, like, you know, some workers, yeah. you're all, like, you're kind of like a family, and yeah. you're in this McDonald's. And you're you just know, holding it down together. Yeah, you're holding it down, exactly. You're defending the place. For eight hours straight. Or more, or 24, even. 24. The 24-hour shift. Yeah. 24 hour shift seven days a week I mean you've seen people do that right 24 hours in McDonald's no 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 what, how long 24 times 7 times 365 oh my I can't do we that we don't have math. time to do the math on the air but imagine that was what you were working when you worked there I was no I was working 40 hour a week so so close to that but just a little shy well um so you recommend employee benefits? You recommend McDonald's as, as Okay, yeah. One of the things about McDonald's that certainly puts it above other places is the benefits for employees. I mean, if you're a kid working there, it doesn't really, like, impact you as much. But if you're an adult, I mean, you got a lot more benefits than if you're working, like, somewhere else. I mean, McDonald's has their employees covered pretty much. That's good. Well, this has been the cockpit. This has been the first segment of the cockpit. We will return with the rest of our the other two hosts, and uh, we'll have a much less interesting conversation then. But still, anyways. Thank you for listening. Here. Thank you for listening to the cockpit. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the cockpit on 88 on the Bridge. I'm Colson Rimmer. I'm Nick Harper. I'm Luke Sandmeyer. I'm Griffin Deal. Today, we'd like to bring you a short little conversation about our Lord and Savior, Adam Sandler. Now... We observed Adam Sandler in a clip. Well, to start off, we observed a good friend of the show, Cameron Sandoval. He was caught <laughs> going to cross-country practice wearing shorts below the ankles. <laughs> below the knees, below the knees, not the ankles. Yeah. But you call those his Adam Sandler shorts. <laughs> yes. That's the Adam Sandler look. So we went in and we researched this. We looked up. We looked up the Adam because, of course, we all know, if you haven't heard, this is a very, this is Adam Sandler's kind of thing, you know. If you look, if you ever see a picture of Adam Sandler on the street, you ever run into him, it's most likely that he'll be wearing baggy basketball shorts below the knee and, like, a very long T-shirt, which is exactly how Cameron Sandoval was dressed. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we looked up, we looked, we, so we kind of, we looked into this and we found some videos of Adam Sandler playing basketball. And, I mean, the reactions are shocking, to say the least. What did you guys think of those Adam Sandler videos? I thought he had some serious game. Well, I, I find it cool how he just pulls up to, like, random street games in, like, New York and stuff and just walls out on people. It's really interesting to watch. Yeah, it's kind of cool that he doesn't really care what he wears. He's just like, these are comfortable, so I'm going to wear this. Okay, but He's you not would like, think oh. that shorts that low would restrict your game time, like, 
your play style, how you move, how you run on the court. Maybe, maybe it gives them power-ups. I don't think that's an issue for Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah I think he got some superhuman powers in there. Yeah, I think, for sure. I think everyone Sandler else body. makes him wear those too, like kind of a, as a handicap. Peer pressure. He'd be too good. If he didn't, if he wore normal clothes, he would be too good. Yeah, that's actually true. I feel like if he didn't wear those shorts and they wore like normal shorts, he'd be shorting like fifty a game, triple doubling on everybody. No, I think it's like his signature thing, like. Um, like uh, Jordans back in the first jo- pair of Jordans look kind of weird on Michael Jordan, but you know, look at them now. Maybe we'll have like Sandler's soon. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Sandler's like oh, really like long shorts. shorts, like a brand <laughs> of shorts. Yeah, it's called Sandler's, and it's like really big clothing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, that's a future that I would love to live in. That's a, that sounds like a beautiful timeline, but um. Thank you for listening to this segment. We'll be back shortly with more talk and less music. Hello and welcome back to the cockpit. I'm Colson Rimmer. I'm Nick Harper. I'm Luke Shenmire. And I'm Griffin Deal. We're bringing you a topic today, spelunking. What is spelunking? Well, spelunking is pretty much just exploring cave systems. So if you've ever done that, you've spelunked before. Um, so pretty much some some safety tips about spelunking. You should probably never go alone because... It can be really easy to get lost within spelunking. Caves are, you know, no sunlight, they're dark, and um, they can be mazes sometimes. Uh, Most of them are, so just be wary of that. Also, if you aren't experienced and you want to go spelunking, you're going to want to go with other people that maybe have experience and also um, go to, like, an established cave, like the Ape Caves here in Washington. That's like a state park, I believe, or something, like landmark, something like that. But it's more established. There's, like, actually stuff around it. They built stairs in it. Um, yeah, that one's cool. But if you do want to get more spelunked, you are going to want to find your own cave. But also don't do that if you're unexperienced. So uh, my experiences, uh, I've been to the Ape Caves before. Uh, like I said earlier, it's pretty cool, established. You can do it pretty quickly, and uh, you probably won't get lost in there. And uh, But I have gone in the woods sometimes and found cave systems and uh, gone down before and uh, explored a little, and they're pretty cool. There's not a ton here in, like, Washington <laughs> st- State. Uh, but if you are on, like, the East Coast in the Appalachian Mountains... There are a ton of cave systems in the Appalachians. So, if you're there, there's this movie called, um, so one movie called? It's like The Creatures. And the the all Descent. The, the Descent. Uh, that's in the Appalachian Mountains, if you've ever seen that. That's a large cave system. That's really cool. <laughs> of course, there's, um, there's, there's things around, uh, the world, of course. Uh, in every country, there's probably a cave system. Uh, Did you hear about that one in India? They discovered like the giant cave system in India in a jungle, and it was like a whole uh, ecosystem, pretty much. Yeah, nobody had known about. Cave systems could be pretty cool because they can be closed systems instead of open systems, which means you could probably discover some like new species or subspecies that people have never seen before because they'll never really leave the cave system. It's kind of closed off and isolated from the rest of the world. Uh, there was that one incident like two years ago where it was like the, I think they were from Thailand, 
It was like a boys' soccer team. We went into a cave and then it, like flooded, so they couldn't get out, and they had to like yeah. send divers in and stuff to yeah. get them. Wasn't what happened is that there was a monsoon rolling in, and they took shelter in the caves after like they were just playing on a field. They were playing soccer, and then they're like, "A monsoon's coming. Let's go into the cave." And then it's no, sort of. I think they like went to just no, no. They were exp- the they were on a field trip. That's what it was. They were on a yeah. They were on a field trip, and then it started. There was a, like a monsoon. No, no. I think they were in the cave, and then like a monsoon yeah, started. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, like they were they were exploring the cave, yeah. and then it, it filled up with water, and then they were trapped inside, right? And then they sent a diver and a Navy SEAL died. Well, I don't think or, they were Navy SEALs because it wasn't the United States. No, we sent help. Well, we did. I yeah, don't, I don't a Navy know. SEAL died in that oh, trying did? to get those people out. Yeah. Yeah, also check that if you're in a place with, like, flood water rains, it might not be a good idea to go into a cave because it could flood and you might die or just get trapped. Isn't that how caves are formed? Uh, I don't know. Water? Water, like, yeah, other stuff. Flooding in there and, like, chipping away at the rocks. What? I've never found it. Or, well, I mean, Nick, are you are you an experienced Blunker? I'm not that experienced. I've only gone in, like, a few caves. Have you ever, like, uh... You, when you went in, did you wear a helmet? Uh, no, because I I was I wasn't even like searching for them. I would be like hiking and just find That's, it. And I've was... I've never found a cave before when I've been out hiking. Where do you like? What kind of are there any geographic formations that will uh, uh, like that are likely that a cave forms it like a in that area like you know the base of a hill or something? Yeah, like kind of near like cliff edges, bases of them. I mean. Um, yeah, you'll usually find them on, like, hills or something. They're not just straight, like, you're walking on flat ground. At least here, that's not usually what it is. Okay, right. Interesting. So, you didn't, you, did you have a flashlight when you went into this cave? Yeah, I was camping and found the cave near the campsite. So, I had, had, like, ropes and flashlights and other things. Did you go into the cave? Yeah, I didn't go that deep because it did have, like, multiple passages, but it was pretty cool. Did anybody know you were in it? Yeah, I was with other people, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty cool. Um, I guess it's, like, a normal cave system, which aren't many in Washington State if you live here, unless you know of any. Yeah, call in to the cockpit. What? What's your email? What can they email? Um, N-I... No, 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 no. Just, just um, contact uh, you can, on the bridge. Call in live. Ask for us. Ask for a cockpit member. If you if you know any good caves in Washington, feel free to email me at colson.rimmer at gmail.com. That's C-O-L-S-O-N dot R-I-M-M-E-R at gmail.com. Let us know some good caves, and maybe we'll uh, explore it. Yeah. See, I've been in a few caves, and when you turn the lights off, it's pitch black, so you got to have a flashlight with you. There are no lights in the caves. Like, you cannot, like, you might have seen pitch black before, but, like, that pitch, pitch black, like, you can't, like, I don't, if you close your eyes, oh, my God. So you're, you're an experienced caver? I'm not. I've been in one, though. Oh, really? Where'd you go? I don't even know. I was in third grade or something. What state was it in? I have no idea. I don't remember. What country was it in? The United States of America. What do you? Was it in Washington or do you? Do you were you it in a desert? In were you in a desert somewhere? Yeah, I was. You don't have any idea of what region you were in. I'm pretty sure I was in 
the western uh, part of the United States, but I don't okay. remember where it was. A desert? Do you remember any deserts? No, I wasn't near. I was not near a desert. Wow, that's. Hmm, I wonder where that could be. Well, anyway, that this reminds me of something. The uh, you know caves, kind of weird stuff, especially when I thought of that cave where they discovered a whole ecosystem under it, and. You know, maybe there's some caves around the Redwood Forest, but have you heard of above the Redwood Forest, on the tops of the trees, there's another forest that grows out of the tops of the trees? I think it's more like a dead tree and its stumps. Trees start growing out of it. No, 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 no. It's like in the Redwood Forest, the trees grow, and then on top, at the way it looks, you can see that you can't see the, you can see the canopy, the top canopy, all the leaves. Above that, there's another ecosystem that consists of plants that grow out of the branches of the redwood trees. That's cool. It was discovered in the 1990s. Oh. It's pretty cool. Go check it out. You just got to uh, go to the redwood forest, climb one of those big trees. No, don't climb a redwood tree. <laughs> and get on top of it, and then you can walk around up there. Um, yeah, don't. That's, that's misinformation. Redwood trees are the tallest trees in the world. It is not a good idea to climb them. Well, no, that's how they discovered it because they couldn't. Yeah, but they couldn't figure it out with satellites. Taking it for lumber, or they, yeah, they had climbing gear. They like yeah. they roped up and we'll went up. So. Climb but you could free solo a redwood if you uh, get the chance. No, because the branches don't start that low. They start pretty high. Yeah. If you've ever seen a redwood, you will know that it's very easy to climb. Oh my gosh! If you fall off a redwood tree, do not sue the cockpit. Well, well, this has been a great episode. Thank you for listening. We'll be more. We'll be back soon next Saturday. More topics like this. Uh, and this was Nick Colson, Luke, and Griffin here on eighty-eight nine The Bridge. And also Nick Harper. And Nick Harper. You're listening to the cockpit. Tune in next week.